Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. With Mr. Jerry Wilson again. Jerry, great to see you, buddy. How are you? Good morning. Good to see you as well, Dennis. Uh, and, and, and you know, we're talking today about the whole gray winter thing. We're going to have one of those, don't you think? Well... Fortunately, in Arkansas, where it's not like Seattle, where you've got three or four or five months of uh, drizzle and junk. Uh, so, you know, yesterday we had a bright sunny day, and today it's a little overcast. But, uh, you know, fortunately, our weather doesn't create the real harsh deals. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I just. You know, as we were before I hit the record button, we were mentioning that, you know, here we are, we're, we're the beginning of January. Happy New Year. Oh, my goodness, already, right? Uh, but, you know, come the end of February, we're going to be looking forward for some green in Arkansas. And I think, you know, you, you mentioned Seattle and some other places. And I think I, I, I wonder how we would manage there. And I'm sure seasonal affected disorder and the, the winter blues affect everybody there, I'm assuming. But I'm also thinking that, you know, that's their cycle. And in our cycle, the end of February, I'm like, "Come on, March, let's have us some agreement. Yeah. Let's, let's get it yeah. done." So, do do you think it's 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 specific to the region? Is that what it is? Well, yeah, I think one region has greater challenges than others. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as letting the impact of that the weather has on us. Yeah, I was I, when you said there were three or four months of drizzle. Uh, a friend of mine said he was from Scotland and said they had three or four months of drizzle and the rest of the year, it was just bad weather, <laughs> which, which, which I understand, you know, but you know, I, and, 
And to, to, to just touch on the regional differences real quick, I, I think I'd mentioned that uh, Diane and I had gone, I'd never been to California. We went a couple of years ago oh, and I came back and it would be California's beautiful place, but I realized how tied to, to green and water that I am. I, I came back and, and probably three nights in the next month after that, I had bad dreams about sand, desert, just super <laughs> dry places. You know, I was like, oh, my. And I, I wake up in a panic like, oh, my God, it, the world's going wrong. It's just too dry. You know, <laughs> we've all got those little challenges, right? You bet. Absolutely. Well, Jay, we, what are some, what are some techniques we could use to kind of break the blues funk, the, the winter funk? Well, the uh, first is exercise. Some form, you can go walk, you can do whatever you enjoy doing, but get out. And here's the, the reality. We can't control how we feel, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we sometimes we just don't feel good. Yeah. We can control how we act. And acting impacts feeling. So if we act like we're enthusiastic, happy, upbeat, it starts to feel that way. So control the piece that we can. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, Jerry. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've heard, and pardon the term geriatrics, I've heard geriatric doctors, Dr. Uh, Lipschitz would talk about, you know, as simple as taking a can of tomatoes, and, and doing curls with tomatoes. You know, you, you say yeah. the, the best excuse ever is it's cold and dreary. I don't want to go walk. We've got an indoor track here in the village that's really nice mm. with a complete workout center. We've got an indoor pool. We've got an indoor sauna, hot tub. I mean, you know, the, if you want excuses, there's no end of those. If you want to get results, there's no end to those too. Right, Jerry? Yeah, you bet. Absolutely. Well, and and it's not the level of exercise we do as much as it is doing, doing something, getting out. Uh, The second is, you know, help somebody else. Mm. Go find somebody that needs it, whether it's the, the local food bank or whatever it is. It makes us feel better to feel we've done something for other people. Uh, so, uh, looking for opportunities to contribute in some form to help people that aren't as fortunate as we are, I think comes back to uh, really impact, and it impacts our thinking. I, we feel I feel good about myself if I've given something to somebody, if I've helped somebody, then I I feel like I'm a, a good guy just temporarily, you know. Uh, <laughs> But for a little while, uh, whereas if we don't, it's all a little more self-focused. And uh, that's not, then we get critical on ourselves. So some of it is, uh, how do I uh, not be so self-centered? Boy, Jerry, there's golden words right there, my friend. Yeah, you know, you and I... um, I'm, I'm trying to to use the phrase, but there's not one. But but we're go getters. We go. We, we, we we're going to do. I've got a plan that today. It's it's a uh, <clears throat> frankly, excuse me. It's a day before we leave on vacation. But I'm still going to go do today. I've got things to do, and I'm you know want to be productive. Want to be productive. 
And I understand yeah. that not everybody's wired that way. I got that. But I think everybody is wired to that. How can I help somebody else? And Because helping somebody else changes your perspective of the reality, right? I mean, That's right. Boy, I, I, my arm hurts today and my neck's stiff. And boy, yeah. I just, I, hmm, hmm. These folks are looking for food today. I'm talking about my aches and pains, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, that's right. Uh, and and most of us are fortunate enough that uh, it's not the really big stuff. It's yeah. little stuff. So, you know, we need to proactive, be proactive and do something that gets gets rid of that. As you just said, if, 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 we're, if we're not, we look for, do I ache? Do I hurt? Do I whatever? Uh, and that's we can always find pain if we're looking for it <laughs> after we get to a certain age. <laughs> Excuse me, Jerry, if, if you don't mind, and I can edit this if you don't mind, if you don't mind, but can I ask how old you are, Jerry? I don't even know. I will be 80 in March. And you work out how many times a week, Jerry? Three. Three times a week. Three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, about an hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half max. Mm -hmm. uh, get some, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, heartbeat going on cardio, the elliptical cardio. for the first 20 minutes. That's the first 20 minutes of my workout as I get on an elliptical and get my heartbeat going and uh, then move to weights and do other things. Do you come for particularly good genetic stock? I mean, people in your family have heart disease or whatever? Not for the most part. My mom mom lived to be 92 uh, and lived alone by herself, was still taking care of herself. Uh, my dad was injured when I was 10 and hospitalized for life after that. Uh, so, uh, you know, I never knew uh, about that. Um, but my docs all tell me that uh, that exercise is a key factor in how and why I've been fairly healthy. Been hey, very, I, interrupted, very I interrupted and I'm sorry I'm doing it again, but you oh. said about, about 40 minutes of cardio and then what? 20, 20 of 20, cardio. 20, 20, 20. Then I'll go to, I'll do some stretches like this, this morning I did some stretches uh, and then I, uh, got in the floor and did some exercises related to the core, uh, mm -hmm. stomach and core area. Uh, and uh, then was doing some other, uh, starting to do some uh, muscle kind of things. And I looked at watch and said, Ooh, I, I, I've got to get out of here. I've got to go get cleaned up and get dressed and get ready for Dennis. <laughs> I, I got to comb. I got to comb my hair and 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 uh, brush yeah, my teeth. That's yeah. right, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make note and, and put this in perspective that um, you know I, I don't think you and I, I. I don't my drive. I don't say, man, I've got to be successful. I, I, I say, I've got to get things accomplished. I want to get things yeah. done. Yeah. Okay. And, and I think we have that in common. I think a lot of people have that in common. We do. And, and I think what actually success develops from that because of one word that you haven't mentioned that I keep hearing, and that is discipline, discipline. Oh, yeah. 
If you yeah. want to be successful, discipline sets on one shoulder, success sets on the other. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a part of it. Learning to discipline ourselves is, in my opinion, is critical. Uh, that that really is. Uh, well, I mean, Gary, and, and I'm not not getting in your head too far, but I mean, you'll be turning eighty. Oh, this whole workout thing, man. I mean, how much good is this going to do? Come on, right? No, I look at it. I I always feel better when I finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes tired, but still feel better after shower and cleaning up, and so. I look at it as I know that I, it's going to, I'm going to feel better. And, and I look at it as, uh, obviously retired, a part of my job, part of hmm. my job is to do that. You know, that's just part of the deal. Right. I had a, I had a, a, a meeting after this set up that we had to cancel this morning. I had some scheduling issues, but we've got a show coming up with myself. And Jeff Atkins, buddy of mine that's always on with us, and Mr. Randy, and it didn't dawn on me, but you should have been in this meeting too, and maybe I'll ask you too here. I think there should, I think there's a new term, and it should be called semi-tirement. Because I don't imagine us stop working. The the three people that I mentioned, and I know you haven't, Jerry. You how when did you how old were you when you sold your Dale Carnegie franchise or you you turned that over? Has that uh, been fifteen years? Um, well, probably 65, 66, somewhere in there. So you were right yeah. in retirement age. Yeah, well, supposedly. <laughs> you've done, and I know you well enough, you've done anything but retire since then, right? Yeah. Well, I just, I've realized that I'm not good at retirement. A lot of people <laughs> are. A lot of people are just elated and happy, and and I came to find out very quickly that I'm not one of those guys. I want something to do. I, I want somewhere to go. I want something to see that I've accomplished and uh, that doesn't have to be big stuff, but it is something that matters. Uh, do I, I enjoy doing yard work. Uh, a lot of people hate that. I enjoy it, fortunately, but it's accomplishing something, you know, and, and you look back and say, well, I did that. You know, I'm, I'm not totally wasted. I did that. <laughs> I've got a great you know, friend. I'm sorry. You, no, go ahead. Um, I was thinking after we, we talked about doing this, I was thinking and uh, thought I'd mention the road. You familiar with the road less traveled? I've heard the name of the book, Jerry, but I, I, that's about it. I don't know much other than that. Well, I encourage you to get a copy. You I will. can get it in paperback. Scott Peck. Uh, and in the book, Scott, uh, first sentence in the book, I, I said to my daughter uh, yesterday, we were talking about something, that, and I was thinking, you know, because of this, uh, I'd been thinking. And I said to her, you remember, I know you read The Road Less Travel. She said, oh, yeah. And I said, uh, you remember the first sentence? And she did. The first sentence is, Life is difficult. And until you accept that life is difficult, you'll always be miserable because you'll be whining about all the stuff that's wrong. And after you accept that life's difficult, then it becomes much easier. 
What a classic line. What a classic line. Because you, it, it, you're setting up yourself for disappointment. You're setting up yourself for, oh, well, I didn't know this was going to be difficult. Yes, you did. Yeah. We told you in the book, right? Yeah. 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 What a fascinating. So, uh, the Road Less Traveled. Say that author again, if you would. Scott. Scott Peck. P-E-C-K. Scott Peck. I've seen that, actually, if I'm not mistaken, Jerry. I think I saw it on your desk <laughs> years ago. Probably. Probably well, so. It was, it was one of those books that is really pretty timeless. And it's it's a, just about living life and and winning. Winning in the sense of that we are having a good life. We're not miserable. We're not whining all the time. We're, you know... And and that's a major step. But but Jerry, let, let me play the devil's advocate for a minute just to hear okay. you address those, okay? Well, that's okay for you, Jerry. You got it made. I mean, it, it's been, life's been easy for you, Jerry. I mean, you don't have a physical defect. You don't have an abnormality. You're, you're okay looking. I mean, hell, you're in commercials, right? I've seen you in commercials, Jerry. Yeah. But there's going to be people that say that they are, and they're going to say that you, you got a you got a more favorable hand than somebody else. But that's not what it's about, is it? No, it's about de- working, playing the hand you got. It's not about getting a great hand. It's about playing the hand we get and uh, making the best of it. And and that's that's where Peck comes in. If just accept life's difficult. Period. It doesn't matter where you were born, what social class you're in, but it doesn't matter. You just have to accept that life's difficult. Um, see if I can. I'm, I'm not sure that I can get right to. Well, let, let me give you 30 seconds section, while you're doing that. I'm going to show people. One, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Section one is interesting. As you say is discipline. Uh, he says, "Life's a series. Life is a series of problems. Do we want to moan about them or solve them? Do we want to teach our children to solve them? Discipline's a basic set of tools we require to so- solve life's problems. So it goes right back to what you asked about being disciplined." Mm-hmm. Jerry, know? what crosses my mind, and I, I, I'm trying to put, and, and I, I love the play the hand you're dealt thing. That's that's you don't have any other option. That's your best. Yeah, you know, that's right. Know. Yeah, but I think I think a lot of people think that that there's this eternal optimism or something. I know you and I see problems every day, Jerry. I, oh, sure. It I I never want to get to a plan point where something looks impossible. You know, I, I've 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 got a problem. And it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's come down to you know it's it's a it's a logger jam, and at the moment it seems insurmountable. Yeah, sure. But the point of the matter is, I'm alive, I'm breathing, I'm healthy. I've, you know, when you reframe it yeah. and come back and oh. say, in perspective, this is not that bad. That, that's that's a five minute problem. That's not an eternity problem, right? Yeah, right. You bet. That's temporary. Yeah. Well, temporary. I, I wanted to go one step further to this, and and so so discipline, working out, basically your mindset to help others and, and go where you need to go there. Uh, I think there's two other things. Number one, and, and I had used this last time and you liked it. By the way, in case people think that Jerry has had a super a ch- a blessed life, I refer you back to the last show we did with Jerry where he told you how he broke all the sales records for zero sales for two years, if I'm not mistaken, Jerry, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, 
more than difficult would be the case, I would say. But I, I mentioned this last time that, it you know, it's kind of like having a goal or, or a dream ahead of you is like throwing an anchor out ahead of you and then pulling yourself to that dream. Oh, yeah. Do you think that helps with the winter blues, too? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because the winter blues are temporary. You could, it, I mean, that's that doesn't even have to last all day. You know, it's a very temporary thing. Uh, so looking at it as being temporary instead of a fatalist thing that I can't get out of, you know, you is how we move forward, right? Reading, uh, you, you, you know, you say, what else can we do? Read something inspirational. Read something uh, that uh, it will lift your spirits, that creates a good attitude, that, uh, you know, something that we feel good about. We were, I, I asked uh, Edwina, my wife, this morning, uh, we had watched a, uh, we just ran into by accident. We were flipping through on Netflix and saw this movie, and we thought, well, we'll watch that. It turns out that it was about Burleson, the uh, young kid that played football at U University of Arkansas. What right? a movie. What a movie. My mother, that you know well, referred me to that, and oh, my Lord. what a It's awesome. It's not, it's not the ending you think, but it's still an incredible ending, and it's still an incredible oh, story. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. And so doing things like that, it fills our mind with positive, uh, you can do it thoughts versus mm -hmm. negative, you can't do it thoughts. We we all talk to ourselves. Yeah. The problem is most of us beat ourselves up when we're talking to ourselves. And we have to send ourselves positive messages. I can perform. I do study in discipline. I and and giving herself really positive thoughts. It's critical. Jerry, let me ask. I've got people in my life that um, I've got a couple I can mention that uh, the, the joke goes, you know, have you seen so-and-so-and-so in show or whatever? Or have you seen this, you know, when we get a, have a family get together or whatever? And um, what's that show like, somebody will say. And somebody else will say, somebody dies. And like the true murder mystery kind of things and whatever. And they just have a solid diet of that. And I think... <laughs> That that can't be healthy. That just can't be healthy. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, and it it, uh, it multiplies itself if we're not careful. It mm. gets, you know, it, we add other stuff to it. It gets worse instead of better. Let me ask Jerry, and I've, I've never, of all the years we've known, I've never asked this. Why do you think that our our self talk? is negative many times or can be negative many times. And, and you, I mean, you, you have to fight gravity to reverse that feeling and say, yeah, no, I can do this. Okay. Why are we wired that way, Jerry? Is it just, do we think that's the more productive solution? Well, why even try? Cause you know, it's, why should I even try? Cause it's going to be really hard and I'll probably fail. I mean, where, where does that come from? I think you wouldn't and I wouldn't. Let somebody else talk to me as harshly as I do. <laughs> right? 
I, I think you're right, Mr. Jerry. And uh, I think nobody else knows our inside outs as well as we do. That's right. To, to give us a cussing in the wrong, in the right way. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. So there's, we, that's always in front of us is that we think, yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where that negative uh, talk starts to come from. So we have to, in a very positive way, reverse that. Uh, create a uh, faith talk. Uh, faith talk is different. A pep talk is just to get get over some issue right in front of me. It's, right. it's pretty quick. Yeah. A faith talk is about long term. Where who am I, and where am I going? So it you make a list of what you who we you really want to be. And then you repeat that, you write it out and repeat it daily. And it starts with I am. Not I'm going to. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so that we feed that to our mind. And and you tell yourself something long enough and often enough, it'll come past to being true. That you, that's how we become that person. Good or bad, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, that absolutely more easily done for bad than it is for good. That you know, I can't do things. I can't do that. that, that. Um, you know, much more easily that we we do the negative again. I mean, that's it's somehow that's part of the human nature. Well, in the words of Les Brown, life is a do-it-yourself project. Yeah. Sure. That's right. And I hadn't thought of it that way until you said that, Jerry. But, you know, you make a good point. If somebody came up to you and me and talked to us like we talk to ourselves sometimes, uh, yeah, we we would either be absolutely thoroughly mad yeah. or turn around and walk off. Yeah. Get away from you. Get, we, I wouldn't want to be around them. <laughs> right? <laughs> we, we, would get, we would get very angry. I would. Yeah. Well, you know how we talked a minute ago about goals and setting things for goals. Sure. For for you and I in particular, and I know Randy, my co-host, we could not be more opposite in this way. Uh, Diane and I are getting ready to go on a, a cruise here, and then we've got another cruise in the end of May. And we just like you. to travel and see the world we, when, when, yeah. when we can and if we can and at our age and whatever. So uh, to give you an example. Uh, we, we certainly don't work out three times a week. I think if Diane was at home more, well, that's what we would do. But we're, we're a couple of times a week. But when we do work out, we're not working out just to, okay, I'm, I'm doing this now. I, I'm working out because I'm saying, okay, now when we go on vacation, it's the, I call it the Diana Simpson workout routine. Because our vacation, we put in double and triple the steps then than we do any other day. Oh yeah. So we're kind of getting geared up for our vacation and nothing people, if you, if you don't hear anything else, I say nothing is worse than being sick on your vacation. (laughs) That's right. Nothing is, you've spent, you've saved, you've, you've huddled, you've, you've prayed, you've got it all together and, and, and you stressed yourself out before you left and you didn't do any, any exercise. And now you get there and you're sick. Yeah. Not good. Not good. NG, not good. Not good. Tell me about, how how travel in your mind changes your world perspective? Oh, gee, I, I know, think, I know. Big question. 
Yeah. And as you know, we've traveled a lot. Uh, we just love to travel and have done it a lot. Well, I think for one, it, it makes you recognize how fortunate we are to live in America. That we see beautiful places around the world, but you don't see the equality. You don't see the uh, standards of living that we enjoy right here. So, mm -hmm. so for one thing, it really makes you, I think, uh, more appreciative of our world. Uh, it makes me say on tax day, uh, <laughs> you know, none of us love that, but I say based on what I've seen, it's the best, one of the best bargains going. By comparison, it's the finest thing I've got. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Diane was talking to a, uh, a guy from Ireland not too long ago, not too long ago, decade or so. And uh, they were just discussing what the differences in life were, oh. you know, and uh, what are you doing today? Well, I'm going to a gun and knife show. You're doing what? I'm going to a gun and knife show. And he thought maybe you had to have a special permit to go just to the show oh, yeah. Yeah. or, you know, when we talk about liberties and freedoms, it's, it sounds intangible. It sounds like a big gray amorphous thing, but when you can't go and purchase anything you want to purchase, or you don't have the liberty and the freedom, and I'm not just talking about guns here, but the liberty and the freedom, Jerry, it's not lost on me. You and I get to say anything we want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever crazy kind of thing we want. I, I don't believe anybody's going to come to my door this morning, knock on the door and say, Mr. Simpson, we didn't appreciate your comment about the government today. Yeah. You know, uh, and it's not lost on me. You know, we you and I have traveled to we've been to Spain, uh, Italy. These are these are places with strong democracies. In our lifetime, there have been people that okay. knock on the door in Spain and say, come with us. You can't yeah, say that anymore. That's right. This is not a an intangible that, that we couldn't fathom. Let, let me ask this, Jerry. What would you say to people that say, well, I'd love to travel, and I, I'm retired now. I just don't have the money to do blah. What, what would you say to them? Well, reality is that we – there's exceptions, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be so broad, but by and large, we buy and get what we really want. Mm -hmm. uh, if people really want guns that are good guns, they'll go buy them. If we really want travel, we'll go find a way to do it. I mean, there's lots of ways to travel. Uh, it doesn't have to be first class and Got some of the most fun trips I've ever had, or cheap trips, <laughs> but we got to see the world, you know. Uh, and we weren't in great hotels, and we didn't eat super fancy meals, but we got to see the culture, and and that's what I enjoy is it's seeing the culture and how they live and how they differ. And I was talking with a friend uh, New Year's uh, Eve. We were at a party. And he he's an extensive traveler, uh, mm -hmm. has probably been to, he's guessing, 150 different countries. Wow. Uh, 
<clears throat> and he said, you know, I go in grocery stores. And I said, so do I. Uh, he said, do you? And I said, yeah, I want to see how what their choices are. Is it like our grocery store? I want to see what they eat and what they do. I mean, I, I make it a point to go in grocery stores and just, you know, see what's the, what's the local culture. Not, you know? Let me pause for one second, Randy. I, I, sure. Jerry, I'm sorry. Hang on. I know many times Diane thinks we're I'm going to get her killed. Uh, but when we're in a foreign country, uh, within reason, I can't wait to get out of the tourist traps. I can't wait to get out of that area and see how they really, really, really live. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, Cozumel is an absolutely beautiful island off the coast of Mexico, maybe 20 miles, 15 miles to the east of Mexico in the Caribbean. And the, the, uh, the ports are on the eastern side, and we rented a, uh, well, basically a moped. Uh. And we drove right across the middle of the island to the opposite side. And there was above that, there were some resorts, but it was very, very sparse. And beneath that, there was a nature preserve that covered the entire south half of the island. Oh, wow. And we were able to go out there and just walk around in those coral reserves and see you really got a picture. You really, really, for just a glimpse, you got a picture of what this island, which you know, 75 years ago, wasn't developed at all. It was just, you know, they didn't have roads to speak of. But you really got a sense of what the real nature was, what what it was like before man showed up, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And and that was that was moving, impressively moving to me. And as we drove back through the the this the uh, the, the the island, bisected it, uh, and as it, we drove back through the other side, there was a little tequila uh, factory, a genuine tequila factory, where they were cutting the aguave and making it. And to be able to see what they do on a normal basis every day was just fascinating. I mean, the same through you, Jerry. You love those little side trips? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the most fun things is if you can be fortunate enough to get in with the locals and Mm -hmm. see life. Yeah, that's uh, one of the the highlights to me of of, uh, traveling. I have got to tell you what actually happened. We we bisected the bill the the um the and I wasn't going to tell the whole story, but I will real quick. <clears throat> we drove to the opposite side, and there was a uh, a little restaurant and a uh, like a gift shop, you know, hats and stuff and trinkets and wraps and whatever. And uh, for for uh, I think it was ten pesos for fifty cents, you could get your picture taken with the iguana, you know. Yeah, and so. Uh, did that, went inside and got some unbelievably fantastic food at this little place that had zero electricity because it's at the opposite end of the island, right? And they've got just little butane burners and every night they pack up the butane and take it with them and, you know. And about that time, the Cozumel, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the Cozumel uh, Harley Davidson Club showed up and I'm not exaggerating. The, on the east side of the island, you can rent a Harley Davidson and ride it the exact same path. Now I've got a little moped, you know, <laughs> and we're beaming from one side to the other, and we get to that little spot, and all the Harley riders come up. So they've rented bikes, drove them over there, and they're having a great lunch, and it's a stunning hey. view. It, I mean, it's just it's incredible. That's neat. And the guy who's running the Harley Davidson place had he said, "You take your picture." I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Well, thanks. You know, and super nice guy. 
And uh, those salespeople seem like they're always nice, doesn't it? What what is that? Yeah. <laughs> who, who knew? Who knew? Yeah. And uh, so we're 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 taking the picture, and he said, uh, "Where are you from?" And I said, "Well, from Arkansas." And he said, "What well, he?" And he just broke into it just without asking or volunteering or whatever. He just said, "He said, you know, you need to tell your friends back home how safe this place is." Huh. And I said, "Well, yeah, I, I probably do. You're probably right." He said. He said, you know, I, I watch the news from America. And he said, uh, I would never go to Chicago. <laughs> you, you've probably been to Chicago. I said, well, yeah, it's not. Oh, oh, it's not as the media portrays it. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't even get the words out of my mouth until I went. Yeah. Of course, it's not as the media portrays it. Yeah. They're looking for a snapshot of something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Give me a back road story, Rand, uh, Jerry. I got to hear one. I know you've got one. Well, you reminded me when you were saying that we were, this is years ago, we were in Costa Rica and had uh, rented, uh, you know, uh, uh, the hotel and car and all that sort of stuff. So <clears throat> we, it was an all resort deal, but you didn't have to eat all your meals there. So, right. you know, we, we would go outside of the compound to, to eat. We'd gotten into this little village that we'd been told was a place to eat. And we're sitting down. It's, uh, it's, I don't remember what time, but it was nighttime <clears throat> and we get, uh, just to the point where they're maybe giving us a drink and, all the lights just shut off. And I thought, what's wrong? And they, you know, we, uh, they said we were out of electricity. Uh, and I said, oh, we'll have to leave. He said, oh, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll still, we'll still, we'll still cook. And they cooked on this Bunsen burner thing and we had great fish meal, <laughs> had to use a flashlight to get back <laughs> to the car, you know. But but it's always stood out as a wonderful memory. I mean, it was a was a fun time. And and the ir- irony of that is that you could not have paid, for yeah. it to, to have oh, made yeah. it that spontaneous. No. Or it's not about money. It's not about no. money. No, it's just- I remember being in the Bahamas one time. I think we were in Freeport and uh, started raining really hard, and all the power went off. And I told the guy, I said, "Was this power coming back on?" He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." When it quits raining. I said, what? <laughs> he, said, he said, no, we, we, there's no problem. He said, we just turn off the electricity because we know the, if, when it rains really hard, it'll flood all the underground electronics. And we don't want that that way. So, so we just turn it all off until it quits raining and then we turn it back on. And I'm like, okay. And, and, and I think, I think the point I want to make here, Jerry, and not to, to diverge into travel, but we're going to, um, it's not, it's not a wrong way of thinking. It's just different. I think that's yeah. what tra- travel helps me understand. And I'm not talking about, you, you don't have to leave the United States to see that. Oh, Everybody has different trends and categories and, and, and profiles. Yep. It's not wrong. It's just different. Yeah. Yeah. And that's part of the fun is that it is different. You know? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. uh, well, let, so. let me, I'll tell you what. I want to throw some stuff out real quick because I know we have listeners and watchers that are, um uh, travel hesitant and i understand that mm. let's let's you and i and once away once again well, how does this compare to the winter blues 
We're planning ahead. We're looking ahead. We're making a plan for the future that will drag you into the future as opposed to just drudging through it one day at a time. That sound fair? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, as you do that, let me share. You make me think. Um, One of the things that gets us down in the winter blues kind of thing is we'll often hear other people talk about where they been or where they're going and the uh sort of automatic thing is god i don't ever get to go anywhere and that and that poor me etc and had a friend say say to me years ago but i've applied this he said if you've got something planned whether it's a year away or whatever it is then you don't feel bad about hearing other people travel But if you don't have anything planned, you go throw a poor little pity me party. And I, and I found that to be true. So, so having something planned helps me to alleviate the poor pity me and the, you know, funky uh, winter weather, et cetera. If I just know that, and it doesn't have to be, it could be a weekend planned, you know, doesn't have to be around the world. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I'm sorry, but I no, no, no. I, you took my you took my words. I was you were going right down the path I was going to go, and and one of my comments was Diane and I took uh, about a year ago. She has, she's a CPA, so they have to have continuing ed, continuing right. ed program, uh, and about forty hours of that. Well, we've gotten to where because you can do that on a tablet or a PC. Let's pick a nice destination and. Go stay there a week and, you know, if we're going to be staring at a computer and getting up and walking around, let's, you know, let's do that. Uh, we drove to Eureka Springs. What, oh, three yeah. hours, three and a half hours, yeah. right? Yeah. Not a huge town. You are not driving through Eureka Springs. You are on your way there. There will, yeah. <laughs> it's not about, it's not in the, on the bypass. Stunning, beautiful place. Love it. Great Springs, incredible place, great history, wonderful people. We walk in to the Eureka Springs Museum. They say, where are you from? We say, Hot Springs Village. They say, that's funny. You know, when we go on on vacation, we go to Hot Springs. (laughs) 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 Kind of the cultural swap program. (laughs) But but my point being, and and to your point, it doesn't have to be an around-the-world thing. It doesn't have to be a cruise. It doesn't have to be any of that. It can just be a a weekend trip that you're looking forward to in a place you've not been. Yeah. and what's the what's the key here, Jerry? Is it just to reset your clock? Is that what it is? Probably, probably. I mean, get your mind out of the routine and and see what other people do. Do something different. You know, if we if we uh, are bored, uh, that's not good. But boredom becomes from there oftentimes just doing the same old routine. So breaking that routine and doing something different is. You know, uh, had a had a good friend of mine that uh, was in the restaurant business, and they had been very successful here in Little Rock in the restaurant business. He had uh, they had graffitis and several. Well, some of the you know sixteen twenty et cetera. Oh yeah, the nice end stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Ed used to say, "I don't want your all your business." He'd say, I just want you to be one of the three restaurants you visit. And his point was that people historically go to about three places and that's it. Yeah. So 
you know, just changing that routine, going somewhere different. is. And, and uh, why is it so hard to break out of that routine, Jerry? Oh, we just, it's comfortable. We get used to it. We just, you know, sort of say, okay, we'll just go. Yeah, yeah that, that's, and you're exactly right, but you're right there. Uh, you say three at the most five. I mean, yeah. frankly, you know, uh, yeah. and, and if at, at any time I, I was downtown yesterday and I thought, okay, you know, uh, restaurants near me. Okay. And I saw a list of places I thought, I thought I knew Little Rock quite well, right? But what, what, what? You know, I'm just going through here going, well, I don't realize five, 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 or, five or six of these. I, uh, yeah. What was, yeah. What was I thinking? I actually, I thought about the Capitol Hotel and I thought, no, I probably should have wore shoes this week. You know, I, <laughs> didn't hit me. Didn't hit me yeah, till then. You probably. Know? Probably should have. And by the way, folks, the Capitol Hotel is a great place to go take your, your mini vacation. It is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jerry, let me, let me, uh, uh, let's talk about travel on a budget real quick. Okay. Okay. One of the expenses of travel is airfare, typically, right? Yep. So if you were flying to Mexico to get some sunshine for the winter, uh, if if you don't mind your knees in your chest for a couple of hours, Spirit Airlines out of Dallas will get you to Cozumel, Cancun for about 200 bucks and back. Wow. Remarkably cheap. Remarkably cheap. Yeah, it is. Um it's it it's no frills. It's literally no frills, and I think it's um, well, I think okay. it's twenty five bucks a bag or something like that. Uh-huh. So, but you're there, and you uh, di- the first time Diane and I ever traveled internationally, we went to uh, Cancun, Cancun, mm-hmm. and we got an Airbnb. Uh, I mean, on the water, literally oh, high rise wow. Airbnb on the water, one bedroom studio. Uh, I think it was five hundred and thirty-five dollars for the week. Wow! Uh, we we learned what ceviche was, and we've been we've been hooked ever since. Fantastic! Yeah. Um, yes, it is. And and flew there for a couple hundred dollars. I think it's two thirty-five per person, something like that. But it varies. It varies on that. So when you're getting ready to travel, do you look at airfare or how do you schedule? Do you use a travel agent? What do you do? No, I I typically do it herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I will get airfare lined up, but then uh, look, I, I I let Edwina choose hotels because she's has standards that she wants to meet, and I don't always meet them. Uh, but then after that, we pretty much do, um, you know, what we what we can can do. Uh, you said on a budget. You've, have you read any of Rick Steves' stuff? I tell you what, I subscribe to Rick Steves' podcast. We watch yeah. his shows on PBS all the time. And, and you, I should have mentioned this at the beginning of the show: Rick Steves, Europe yeah. with Rick Steves, the world with Rick Steves. Uh, Samantha Brown does a great, uh, a, a great series on these things. You can find these on PBS for free. And you know, I, I think I, I, we're, I'm missing the point. I'm missing. We're we're missing the point. I think we forget how free dreaming is. Oh, yeah. If, if I can dream and daydream about how we would go and what we would do and where that would be like. And, you know, uh, Diane and I, when we're watching one of these travel shows, we've got a map in one hand and we've got the, tr- the, the, uh, the, the remote to the TV in the other. And we're going, okay, now where are they talking about now? Yeah. Yeah. So, to just try and get a feel for it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And if you get some of Steve's guidebooks, uh, if you're going somewhere, 
uh, we stayed in a little hotel in Spain that was off way off the beaten path that uh, uh, and it was inexpensive uh, it was I don't remember exactly how much it was but it was inexpensive based on there and it turns out uh, that uh, and I can't right off the top of my head right now I think of the celebrity but this celebrity that everyone would know had stayed there uh, before and it was just a unique interesting experience and and we went because Steve's had recommended it really yeah. Well, it it's funny. Good. I mean, we and I think we ended up in Spain. Jerry, probably, goodness, one of the last times we had lunch together, probably five or six years ago, we were up in the Heights and uh, what's the little sandwich <laughs> shop? Nuts. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Scallions. Scallions. Yeah, scallions. 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 And I just wanted to ask, you had just gotten back from Spain. Y'all were just beginning your, your travels at that time, mostly, I think. And I asked what, what Spain was like. And I didn't come home and go, okay, must go to Spain. But when Diane and I started talking about places to go, that one kind of hit the bucket kind of heads up. And I was right. like, okay, that's very, very interesting. Um, and, and once again, uh, it's not as expensive as you think, people. Yeah. Uh, there are certainly ways to get around. Well, for example, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll share this story real quick. <clears throat> we... Uh, we flew <laughs> redneck goes to Spain film at 10. So we, we left little rock flew to Chicago from Chicago, flew to uh, Madrid or to, to Barcelona. Okay. Mm. And <clears throat> excuse me. So too excited really to sleep. It took a little, you know, some Dramamine or something to try and you know pass yeah. out as we're going across the ocean. And, but you know, they, and I'm, I'm thinking naively, I've got our phones loaded up with movies and audio and we've oh. got headphones where we can share and, and, and we look up and there's a 10 inch screen in the TV in the wind in the, the seat ahead of us. Yeah. And I'm like, what did I bring all this stuff for? They've got <laughs> games and movies and yeah, that's right. Okay. We we're flying across the, the ocean. Uh, the Delta people are super, super nice. I got to tell you, it's people from the South, Delta yep. could not be any nicer. And uh, so the lady comes up and says, what do you have? And I said, well, I'll have a Jack and Coke or whatever, you know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm digging in my wallet. She said, what are you doing? I said, well, how much is it? She said, son, you're driving, you're riding Delta. It ain't nothing. <laughs> Redneck goes to Spain, you know. Jerry, we come over the very west edge of Spain, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, we're in, we're in, you're, we're in Spain. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Three and a half hours later, we land. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, boy, you know, Spain's bigger than Texas. Who knew, right? Yeah, that's right. Anyway, we, we land in, in, in Spain. We are just, just literally time shift drunk. You know, we're jet lag drunk. We make yeah. it to the hotel. We're just watching all the, and we get to the whole, we get to the airport and we find a Metro bus that will take us to La Rambla where we're going. Hmm. And I remember thinking riding the bus never felt this much fun because I'd seen sights and sounds and names and words and whatever. And Jerry, I know you're, you're going to echo me on this. When you're in another country and you start seeing English on the wall, there's a reason. Yeah. Tell, right. You want to comment yeah. there? Well, it uh, brings a lot of stuff home, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It does. It does. It reminds you. Well, and you think, okay, well, they obviously painted this in English for visitors or tourists, right? We get to our hotel. We walk out of our hotel after we laid down a few minutes. 
went to a, went to the the fish market beside us that was built in seven and seven seventy five. Yeah, wow. we walked three blocks from there to the old Roman wall that was built in zero A.D. Yeah, yeah, and my mind is just blown. Right. We finally, I'll, I'll, I'll truncate the story, but well, okay, no, I won't. <laughs> well, we get ready to leave the next morning, and I tell the, the taxi cab driver I need to go to the, the, the carnival port, and he says, impossibles, impossibles. And I said, how is it impossibles? He said, the marathon. Now, Jerry, this is the international symbol for the marathon. Is the little fingers running across your hand. There, yeah. <laughs> and so we, he takes us as close as he can, <clears throat> and we get down to the edge of the where we can walk, and he says, it is about five clicks from here. And Diane says, what? And I said, about three miles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's, she said, in South Arkansas words, get your bags. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And by the way, I let Diane pick all the hotels. It it works perfect. They know Mark. exactly what they want. They know the location. They can read yeah. a map. They know it. Yep. I've, I've never had a bad experience having my wife pick out the hotel. We get down to the port. We cross the, the Marathon. You know, can we cross here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We walk around another loop, walk around another loop. We get to it, and I'm looking at my, at my phone, and there it says there's a bridge. Okay? Okay, yeah. And I look at where the, Cape, the the Carnival Port is, Jerry, and it's dirt. They haven't even built it yet in the picture, right? Oh, wow. So we get to the bridge, and I realize it's a 173-foot arch bridge so the boats can go under it. It was at that point that my little South Arkansas girl said, Taxi. <laughs> we we get on the boat, we get on the boat, and, and I'm telling all this story to get to the good point here in just a minute. We get on the boat, and there's a big old guy, and he's got a white shirt on and the Bucky's on the front of it. And I'm like, Bucky's! Of course, I don't know that that's what I'd wear on the boat, Jerry, but you get my point, right? <laughs> and he said, yeah, we just left Orlando. No. Do what? He said, yeah, we just left Orlando. I said, but you're on the boat ahead of us. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, we... We, we, we're going to be on with here, here. I said, but are you, are you going to do the cruise with us too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, then you're going home. He said, no, 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 no. He said, we got another 14 days in Greece and, and Athens. And then they were flying, flying back. I said, let me get this straight. You came from Orlando to Barcelona. He said, yeah, 13 days. And I said, oh. do, do you mind me asking how much? And he said, you know, with taxes and everything, it was about $80 per person per day. That wow. includes meals, transportation, no airfare, entertainment. I mean, the whole nine yards, yeah. Jerry. Now, this yeah. is an interior room, right? But I thought, and when I asked him, I was just stunned. I thought, so you came 13 uh, days over here. And they, they had five or six ports, you know, Canary Islands, Bermuda, that yeah. kind of stuff. <clears throat> and, and I said, so... I was stunned that he was going on another 11 day with us up through Portugal and back. And then yeah. he had another 14 day through our, and I said, so do you come back and fly back then? He said, yeah, we'll be on the boat about a month. He said, but then we're flying back. And I said, so you just don't like flying? He said, no, 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 I don't mind flying. He said, there are people that came over with us on our 13 day and they're not going back to the United States until this boat goes back in the fall. Now this was May. Oh, gee. So my, my point for the whole story here is, there are very inexpensive ways to travel if that's what you want to do. And if you have the time, that's a yeah. different thing, right, Jerry? You bet. And if you have the, the date open to go when they're running discount fares, you know, if you're if your calendar's open, you can go short notice. You can there's some great 
bargains out there. So I'll tell you, I, I, where do you want to go that you haven't? And I know you just got back from India and I haven't even had a chance to ask you about that, but where's on the bucket list? Well, in February, we're going to go back to Africa. Uh, wow. We've been to South Africa, but we haven't been to Tanzania. And so we're going to Tanzania. Uh, and and we're excited about doing that. I mean, that'll we even though we've been to Africa, it'll it'll have some similarities, but it'll also have a lot of differences. You know, we have different camps each night. Uh, I, I don't think we stay in any camp over two days. Uh, so we'll get to see a lot of the, a lot of the country. Uh, kind of like African to- African buffet. Yeah, it's a kind of an African buffet that you get a little yeah. bit of it. You know, that, that's yeah. what we talk oh, about. Yeah. Cruise ships, you get a buffet, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what? How do you deal with the jet lag? What I mean, what what do y'all do? We've been uh, pretty successful at not just having horrible jet lag. I I don't sleep well on the plane. Uh, just don't. I used to be able to do that pretty well, but I, as I've gotten older, I don't do it quite as well. Uh, so, but we, on the plane, I will change before we get to the destination. I'll, I'll change my watch, uh, to, to the, the time that we're going to where we're going to be. I'll, uh, Go brush teeth and do your hair, both both of them, you know, uh, and do all that stuff, and and just change to the time that we're going to be when we get there, so that we start acting like it's that time way ahead of it. Is that uh, and oh, that, some, no, that that's that's, that's priceless because I, I keep I keep looking back and going, it is three a.m. back home. Yeah. And, yeah, and it help. just makes me all the more miserable. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I, I think part of it's psychologically uh, that you'll do differently. But I think it also helps you to make that adjustment. And then, you know, the first day we will, uh, according to how bad it was getting there, we will uh, take it easy, but be sure and get up the next day and start local living you know yeah let, let give yourself a day or two to adjust but then get back on their time right yeah yeah wow. tanzania jerry really so yeah. okay because we're standing here and i got just a couple of minutes to burn before we finish tell me about india I, I i i was fascinated when you said you wanted to do that what was it like well we had done northern india uh about four or five years ago and really, really were enthralled with it. Uh, really? So, yeah, we wanted to go to southern India, uh, Mumbai. Mm-hmm. Mumbai is a very, God, it's a, I don't, I, I used to remember the numbers, but and I, that's been long enough that uh, I've now forgotten. But it's like a city of 10 or 12, 15 million people. It's a very, very crowded city. Yeah, that's why I was and asking. It's the most densely populated city, one of the most dens- densely populated cities in the world. 
there's lots of uh, billionaires there, but there's more, and I've forgotten the numbers, but the number of people that live without transportation, without a roof over their head, without virtually anything they, they, in the they, slum dog stuff. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, that's what's there. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what's there. And the rest of the southern India was not. Uh, I'm glad we went, but I wouldn't go back. So, so contrast and compare North India, which I guess is much more mountainous, and is it is a lot less dense. Yeah, it's less dense, and uh, you've got the triangle that you go. Uh, from uh, you know the Taj Mahal to so you're dealing with some really nice uh, areas, uh, but it's just cleaner. It's uh, southern India that with all the poverty, it's just uh, cleaner than than the southern India. Well, it, uh, and, and, and you're drawing are, they they dress wonderfully. I mean they, they you know. People that are on the street just have on colorful clothes and, uh, you know, just seem to be making the best out of life. And one of the things we'd done on that uh, that trip that we I, was a was a real favorite for me. We rode a bus about uh, two hours, three hours out into the countryside where once a year. People bring their camels and horses there to trade. Really? And it was just amazing. Oh, geez. God, uh, one of my favorite photographs, I've got this guy that's squatted down and surrounding our like eight or 10 camels that he's got, you know, all tied down and he's on a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Making deals on the cell phone while you his bet. camels are there. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was a, a slice of real life. You know, we saw yeah. that, and it was just a real slice of life. And well, was- when, when you talk about the slice of life and riding on the bus for two and a half hours to three hours, all I think is the super narrow roads and the way they drive and the you know brightly oh, yeah. colored buses. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's not a it's not a luxury ride. <laughs> You know, but but it's a, it was fun. It was a, a fun thing. So so it's just it's it's almost like two different countries. Really? So the buses were not Mercedes Benz? No. 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 It's like <laughs> school bus kind of stuff. You know? <laughs> no, I love those and it's funny, those those pictures in your mind, Jerry, just really stick. And and I, I you know, the way you described it, I can just see that. I will make note. I'm going to go back to Dale Carnegie just for a minute, but in the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to do a quote here and hope I get it right. Quote, I have seen more smiles on the faces of people in the slums of India than I have on Wall Street. Hmm. It's not about the money. No. It's not about the money. It's how you choose to live your life and how happy you want to be, right? Yep. Yep. It absolutely is. And that goes back to where we started on this hazy days of winter right yeah not about the weather it's about how we approach it jerry i could talk all day with you but i guarantee it wouldn't get any better excellent point excellent point i have got to wrap it up my friend it's been wonderful talking to you again thank you my pleasure 
Jerry, we'll talk soon. The opportunity, then it's always fun to fun to talk with you. You love to travel and do stuff, and it's always looking out your back in the back. That's a gorgeous scene behind you. You you live in a pretty nice place, bud. Well, you you I think you know where Hot Springs Village is. You might need to come visit. Yep, we do. <laughs> Tell Edwin I said hi. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. We'll do it. Thanks, Dennis. Take Bye-bye. care, buddy. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.